Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical transformational journey. Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. My name is Jay and this is pod number 70. I'm here with my co-host, Lita Herman. Welcome back, Inspired Actioneers. Wow, pod 70, Jay. I feel old. (laughs) We're just cruising along here. I think 70 is the new like 20, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) It's hard to believe. I mean, I meet people all the time who are just starting to listen to this podcast from the beginning. So that's a lot. No matter where you are (laughs) listening to this podcast, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. No need to Netflix it in a weekend to catch up. This podcast is all about you. So take your time. It's your journey. That's really nice and true. And so very apropos for this podcast today, since our focus is going to be on distractions. Wait, isn't that an oxymoron? Focus on distractions. Good point. I didn't think of that. In fact, the funny thing that made me laugh while preparing for today's podcast is so many things kept distracting me. Oh my God, we almost didn't get this even started. (laughs) It was so hard to focus on a podcast about distractions. All I could see was all the distractions around me. Yes, yes. The number one distraction, uh, the person that I know is obviously anybody who's wood because we're so curious and we just keep constantly investigating everything. But I try to embrace the distractions and use it to my advantage. It does take some practice and a little bit of discipline, but I try to make it easy and flow. I think you know, detectives in the world must naturally be wood. Well, yeah, maybe the sloppy ones operate on like gut instinct, like maybe like, remember old time Columbo? Yes, Columbo. He was just like, hey, the wind blew and da 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 da, and he'd solve this crime. But the wood, (laughs) he might have been wood, by the way. Yes. Uh, But how about the pet detective? Maybe just the pet detective, Jim Carrey, (laughs) even though he's water wood. Ace Ventura. (laughs) Ace Ventura. I love that first movie. Yes. But okay, so those kind of maybe go by on a gut instinct and they're always kind of distracted and they still solve the crime because they're brilliant. Yes. Uh, but maybe not the metal energy types who are persnickety about, they pay attention to every detail. And I, that made me think of Sherlock Holmes. You know, he's kind of like the new reboot of it with Benedict Cumberbatch. So he's wood and metal. Yes. And I do think that, I'm curious if the original novels though, that Sherlock Holmes might've been more metal because he I was think so. so picky and yeah. he was so precise. Right. And, and I think on this show, they have a wood actor playing the part, but I do think he honors both energies of yes. that. Yes. He has great de- attention to detail, hyper-focus and great curiosity. Yes, he really brings out that wood curiosity. Okay, okay. Are we getting distracted? See, we're getting distracted <laughs> on distractions, but you know what? It's on our favorite topic, the five elements. It doesn't really count, does it? No, but you know, we do have Five Element Fridays. We could save this conversation and talk about it on Friday. Why don't you remind people about Five Element Fridays since we got distracted? <laughs> yes. So every Friday we chat about something interesting about the five elements for about five minutes. 
And if we're not distracted, you know, <laughs> you know we'll get to this on Friday. Yeah, maybe. So uh, check it out on Five Element Fridays. We love doing it. Everyone seems to really love listening to it. It's a little tidbit to get you thinking about things on the weekend. And also, since we're distracted down this way here, let's remind everyone else we're working on. We have some new online classes. Those are coming along nicely. They're getting launched as we speak. Yes, we uh, just announced that we launched our new alchemy class for Chinese medicine practitioners and other alternative healers. We're and still making tweaks here and there, but it's launched. Yes, and we're so happy to share this really amazing class with healers around the world. So if you're in the healing profession and have been wondering about the ghost points and all those other cool treatments we do, you can visit MasterAlchemyProgram.com and you'll see a link there to our Intro to Alchemy online course. And Lita, that's just one of our many new big projects. We're also working on a Five Element class, a Nine Palace class, an Alchemy class for non-practitioners is also coming yeah. sometime i hope in 2020 yeah and we also have the meditations which are on our app currently right now that might change but right now they're on the inspired action app you can get that at itunes or google play and remember when you're listening to the podcast especially in itunes hit that subscribe button and please 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 just write a review for us it really iTunes. does help it really does make a difference in getting our little podcast out too other listeners just like you. And speaking of distractions, I should say that a lot of people tell me, you know, they they want to write a really good review so that it takes a lot of time. I'm like, no, no, one word, two words, like love, love it. it. Or, yes. you know, whatever you feel about it is enough because the way iTunes works is it counts the number of reviews. So if you... Not been, the word count. Yeah. So if you've been hesitating and you feel distracted yourself because you just don't have enough time to write the review, just write, you know, just a couple words. Uh, and that's I always... It tell people if you like the podcast and you want to write a few words what would you tell someone that has never listened to it before in just a couple words hey check it out it's a lot of fun or whatever your words are we do appreciate it and we also have our facebook group Lita, which is also fun Yes, and we also are on Instagram. Yeah, I'm hanging my head in that. I'm trying to get to Instagram. I told you on the last podcast, if Instagram is not active, that means I'm out having fun. I but I'm going to keep posting. I think we're going to spend a lot more time on Facebook and Instagram after we finish these classes Yay. that we're so excited for for everyone. So, so we'll we just got a little distracted. Yeah, we're still distracted. <laughs> is that enough uh, on the distractions from our podcast on yes. distractions? yes. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Uh, let me think. Don't get <laughs> oh, distracted. Oh, look over there. Yeah. What's shiny. That? <laughs> shiny, shiny. Okay. So on the last pod, are you with me, Lita? Yes. Okay. On the last pod, we talked about prioritizing how you, to use your own personal values as a vetting system to making decisions. I have talked to a lot of people about that since. Everyone seems to be like really digging the pick in the two words. It takes a little time. As you know, we've been thinking about this is also a great vetting system to define what a distraction is. And guess what? Is it worthy of your attention? Oh, I love that idea. If you haven't listened to the previous podcast, you can stop right here and go back to pod 69 and check it out. We'll, we'll wait. Welcome back. All right. Did we get distracted again? Okay. All right. So because in that podcast, we explain how to come up with your two word vetting system. And mine is love and wisdom. And Jay's is courage and inspiration. <laughs> so what's so cool about your idea of doing this, Jay, is I think in this information age, we're all being bombarded constantly with this information and tons of entertainment. And so it can end up being a big distraction. 
So what if we had a method? Or a vetting or an evaluating or even like a consideration type of system. That's You can use any of those words. I don't care what you call it. Yes. And some way to decide in any given moment whether the thing you're giving the attention to is worth your attention in that moment. I might sound like a broken record if you're a, a longtime listener, but you only have... 24 hours a day. That's a lot. We talked about this. I think it was episode five, time management. 24 hours may seem like a lot, but it's a minuscule amount of time, really, because most of our day is taken up by daily tasks, commuting, going to work, eating, you know, hygiene, exercising, spending time with our families, you know, like doing these things, the list goes on and on. So most of us every day have maybe one to two hours of, I'm going to say free time, air quotes, free free time. time. (laughs) Okay. So you have to make these decisions on how you're going to just, you know, not get sucked into some of the things we're going to talk about today. And I think even one to two hours might be optimistic because, you know, if you have little kids, for example, that's a huge amount of time. You certainly don't have much time left for yourself after you do everything you need to do for your kids. So, you know, and there might be other things like that. Maybe an uh, uh, elderly parent that or you're taking care of. a partner who's like a kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you really have like three kids? Yeah, right. <laughs> How about a dog, cat, yes, yes. all these things, yeah. Yeah. So it is about looking at how much time, those precious minutes that you have left in the day, and what are you going to do with those precious minutes for yourself? Yes, that idea makes time really the most valuable commodity in our lives. We think it's money, but it's really time. Time is money, they say. Time is I think there's a song. I'm not even going to try to like sing it, but it's, I think it's called time is money. (laughs) So we, but we created this betting system, these two words, your two major value words. Maybe that's the way to look at it. You know, virtue, value, that can really be a powerful way to have a better conversation with yourself about how to spend this free time. Not only do I actively use this method in my own life every day, all the time, I've gotten used to it. So it's really quick and fast, but you know, I've been using it with coaching sessions and also in a master alchemy program. And it just takes a little bit of a, I don't know, attitude adjustment, thinking change, rewire your brain. I don't know. As you start to get into this, those two words, you can use it to even like sometimes like, what am I going to have for lunch today? Yeah, you know, I mean, my, it's, it's it, just everything. It's really about having better conversations with yourself, which Jay, you've been promoting all along. And I love that. So what is distracting you from yourself, from being your authentic self? We all know right now, one of our biggest distractions has become social media or media in general, TV, you know, podcasts even. Even podcasts can be distractions. And I think ours is the distraction, even though we'd like to think that listeners are choosing it, not just to be entertained, but to self-cultivate or to ask themselves better questions. Honestly, it does meet the criteria of a distraction in this conversation. Well, all podcasts do. But the question is, is it a worthy distraction for you? Because if it's full of things that are going to help you move forward in your life, and it's not just trying to entertain you. Right. Then they kind of distract you and numb you and not have you have any redeeming value. Yeah. That's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And Jay, you know, you put your inspiration into it because that's one of your words. So hopefully it's inspiring other people to have lasting change. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. And then my value of wisdom, you know, is going deeper into the mystery and learning as much as we can in ways that will help us with our personal evolution. 
So anyway, of course, we like to think our podcast isn't a just a, a distraction. <laughs> you know, we love to laugh and we try to keep it entertaining, but it is on some levels a distraction, but it comes into how do you decide to spend your time? I often speak to people about this and they tell me they're doing it. They listen to us while they're running or walking or driving or, you know, I have one person who told me they listen to it while they're watching TV. And I'm like, that is impossible. <laughs> That's okay. a weird one. Isn't it? Like, well, they're trying to multitask so many things. I'm like, you know, there's a commercial and they put it on. I don't know what, I was just like, I was just laughing. I, I, I mean that with respect because I know you're a listener, but you know, pick a decision, make a decision, pick a, pick a media and listen to it, I guess. I well, don't know. we try really hard not to waste people's time. You know, it's so in terms of distractions as podcasts go. So we're already being distracted about talking about this again. Okay. All right. All right. We're digressing again. to the dis- <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to distractions. So in general, we're talking about going go. I think this, when I first wanted to, when I said, let's do this on distractions, I thought the first thing that came to mind, and we could talk about this all day, but I wanted to take on the entertainment world. There's no mm-hmm. business like show business. Like, There's no business, business like, like show yeah. business. <laughs> <laughs> but make make no mistake, Lita, this is the entertainment industry is an industry and they're in it to make money. It's a business. People forget that. Yes, not to to harp on our little podcast, but you know, we're not making any money on with this particular podcast. And so our we do value, it out of love. We do it out of love. And our value system is really trying to make something that's valuable to you. And entertainment, just as as a in air quotes, entertainment is really you know, more about money for many, right. many In exchange, people. you give me X amount of dollars and I will give you X amount of entertainment. Yes. That's how it works. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we believe that our inspiration in general in life, you know, that'll just take care of itself in the wealth palace, which it does, you know, we're very lucky and very happy. But, you know, I do think that you have to think about the mindset of TV shows and social media and, you know, movies and all the different things that are trying to get you to pay money yes. to be distracted. So we're talking about the bigger world of show business today, which I think it's a distraction. I think that it, the show business in general has crept into so many different niches because they know how to make money. Video games, social media influencers on YouTube, sports personalities. Let's talk about and even sports itself is like a business now. It always has been, but now it's crazy. But let's talk about the biz in the Hollywood business kind of distractions. So the question today is, what is the purpose of entertainment in our lives? Yeah, we've been putting a lot of thought into this the past year or so, and it's going to be you know, kind of deeply personal for each one of us, but we've come up with some big ideas for us. And here's my thought on this. Not all distractions are evil. So it might sound like we're, you know, bad mouth and everything, but not all distractions are evil. Yes. And what distractions are useful to you? Yeah. Do some distractions have a positive place in our lives? And the answer is, at least for us, a big yes. And the one criteria that Lita and I both loved when we're seeking out entertainment is, you know, is it worthy of our time? And the general is... Does it make us laugh? Does it like it? We love humor. Does it make us laugh? Yes. And maybe because our value systems have the word inspiration, love, both are often fueled by laughter. So again, it's a personal thing for us, but we love to seek out 
humor and comedy. It doesn't mean we ignore the other emotional outlets out there as well, but we just look for the criteria of comedy. You know, laughter is the best medicine. Yes, and we keep looking for redeeming value in our choices in media. And honestly, a lot of movies and TV, they really fall short. Yeah, how many times do you watch a movie and say, I want the two hours back? Yes. Okay, <laughs> you know, no redeeming value 99% of the time. And they're making money, you know, off of different things. And it's just like, why, 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 why? And I love movies. Yeah, I really do. I've watched cabillion movies out there. You're like a big, big movie buff. You know, is that a word, cabillion? (laughs) (laughs) But no, think about it. You know, if let's just talk about the movie. Let's just talk about the typical family movie night. Yes. So if you're going to spend the next two hours watching a movie with your partner, your lover, your children, your family, you sit down and you try to pick an appropriate appropriate movie. You know, it happened to me yesterday. I was looking at movies and trying to just pick one, Jay, and it was so hard. And I I think, you know, I think about um, all of these like movies out there and they look interesting, but then the one I pick is just a waste of my time. And they're like, you want that time back? Yeah. And in the old days, people would sit around the kitchen table and what would they do? They'd play good old fashioned games like cards or board games. Yeah. When I was growing up, we played a lot of gin rummy, a lot of high-low jack, a lot of, you know, uh, gin, just like like gin rummy, all that. Aren't you like a gin rummy shark or something? I used to be. That was a different (laughs) kind of distraction, right? I mean, but at least we talked a little bit, but not a lot. You know, it was just that. But you were interacting interacting, with each other, which, you know, when a family sits down to watch a movie, they don't interact much. No, I think that sometimes that's why they pick a movie, so they don't have to interact. Yeah. It's kind of like quiet, you know. I'm not sure Card Shock is a worthy title to go after, (laughs) but, you know, I also watch tons of movies, countless TV, you know, hence my pop culture, aka useless knowledge, IQ is pretty high. You know, my parents were very hands-offish, like, go do whatever you want. So we had a lot of time to do these kind of things. And I'm not sure that's, you know, good or bad. There's no good or bad, no right or wrong. But I think at the end of a movie, you know, maybe have a discussion. with What did you learn is the question. What did you learn? What were the morals? Yeah. Totally. I'm not sure that's that's the modern day family anymore. <laughs> right. I'm not really sure. They might think that's boring. I don't know. Kids might be dreading the conversation. They're just going to get back to their iPhones, back to their Snapchat, their TikTok, whatever the latest distraction is. Instagram. I don't. Instagram is like old now. It's like TikTok. Yeah. You know? so, so back to movie night for for. I don't even know what TikTok is. <laughs> I'm getting distracted. What is TikTok? TikTok is the latest distraction. Oh my god, I'm so behind. Okay, so back to movie night. We're getting distracted. So for families, if you're going to pick a movie tonight, whether it's for the kids or for the adults, how do you evaluate what you're going to spend your precious two hours yeah, on? So yeah, let's just say on the long end there, you got two hours a day to do something. Right, right. You're 24 hours. You got two hours left. Now you you're going to pick a movie. Exercise. Be out in nature, meditate. If, let's hope you got all that done early. Right. <laughs> and then maybe if you're not too exhausted having a day, you have maybe a little bit of time to yeah. do something. A uh, lot of people say they like to just disconnect. Yeah. And they just want to watch something stupid or and mindless or be, numbing. And for all we know, there might be value to that for you, just disconnecting. And if that's the case, then what is the criteria you use to make that evaluation? Yeah. Or do you just end up just flopping on the couch like a couch potato? Yeah. Do you need to move your body or do you want to just disconnect? 
Well, you know, water people need to disconnect. And that's why I'm saying, you know, sitting on a couch and being a couch potato. By the Not way, always bad. Not always bad. By the way, did you know there are emos for couch potato? Yes, a couch and a potato. A couch and a potato. Not I'm a couch so on a potato, but they're next to each other. <laughs> All right. But, you know, but that's a good question, Jay. You know, talking about moving your body, maybe, you know, you should do something entertaining with your time, your extra like time. Like what? You remember badminton? We all used to go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what about volleyball or or swimming or hiking? Badminton, really? (laughs) Next to the croquet fields? Okay, what about ping pong? Yeah, ping pong. pong. We love ping pong. (laughs) Yeah, actually, the Alchemy Healing Center, our our clinic, we we all, all the employees, we go and play ping pong. We have embraced the ping pong. We were having a blast. I I sweat like a pig. I'm like running around and... Yeah, we've decided we're we're athletic and we're playing ping pong as athletes. As the winter (laughs) hibernation sport. (laughs) It's cold here in Massachusetts, so we're desperate to find things to do indoors. But the idea is to find other ways to use that time. Some maybe are entertainment but entertaining like ping pong to me is entertaining yeah it's with people we're laughing we're joking interacting interacting or also checking off a couple boxes of you know athletic and a little bit of muscles and all those things and also laugh we laugh so hard yeah so laughter is also a great thing so that for us is a good thing um so try to find out what is gonna make you happy you know and that social component before we go on you know I just have to say, we all need to be part of something social. And yes. that's why social media has been so successful in our society. But is it really social? Is it really social to connect yeah. to someone right, so through let's the talk ethers about, of the internet? Let's talk about the no face Facebook. Yeah, the no face Facebook. Okay, no FaceTime Facebook. Okay, <laughs> right? and I love Facebook. And we have Facebook community. And we try to be really nurturing and, you know, creating a safe space for people to come and talk about the interests that we offer. For here, but I don't know. I have mixed feelings on that. The question is Is social media taking the place of real relationships? I, Absolutely. You, yeah. And I think that I, I, I know a lot of people who are under 30 where they've grown up where their most valuable relationships were people they met online and they've had very few. But they've never really met them. Yes. Or maybe they met them once or twice. You know, after they met them through social media. Yes, maybe, but that's even rare. But they consider those virtual people their closest friends. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of scary. Who are we to judge, though? Really, it's not scary. It's just scary to us because we didn't grow up that way. But would they come and help you if your car wouldn't start? Would they come and help you to help you change a flat tire? Would they come help you watch the kids? No, and that's the I thing. I hope not if on that last one. <laughs> if, it's repla- if it's replacing real relationships, you know, we're not saying it's wrong at all. We're not here to no, judge. No, I'm getting we're off just, my soapbox. We're just asking some questions. What's the value of personal there contact? There you go. I like that better. Versus virtual contact yeah, with others. Yeah, that's better the question. Say that again. What is the value of personal contact versus virtual contact so with others this distraction leads me to the distraction of going on uh, a bus or a coffee shop or all these places that used to be chattering in person now it's quiet like a library yeah so is is there any personal contact are you speaking to the person next to you are you only speaking to the people on your phone Right. And just, you know, I, I've been walking my dog and sometimes just having a dog is this invitation to talk to other people, especially other people who have dogs. Do you know how rare that is to walk down the street and have a conversation with a complete stranger? 
And again, it's interacting. And who knows, you might make a friendship. You might say, hey, let's walk our dogs together or meet at the dog park. So I, I'm just using an example of how little we're having those connections right now. Yeah, I do think that that is an important part of the distraction because, you know, it it might be off-putting to someone to actually say, oh, I don't have any friends, but I have I have this great online community. Or let's talk about the video games when you put the headset on and you're playing with people all over the world. Yes. Okay. Are they real? Yes, they're real people, but are they in your life? Are your they actual really life? friends? What's the right. definition of friend? I feel like we're getting distracted. So Again, the we next- told you the show is going to be like all over the place. It's distracting. <laughs> the next question, and really the focus of today's podcast is the role of entertainment in your life. Why is it there? What parts of it are positive and helping you to pursue growth and being your authentic self? And what part of entertainment is a distraction that's preventing you from growth and being your authentic self? Yeah, that's absolutely true. And, you know, in the entertainment business, let's just talk about movies and TV. They tell you when to laugh. They tell you when to cry. They tell you what you should and should not think of. It's all orchestrated. When is the last time you had your own emotions come out? If you're watching movies and social media and different things like that. Yeah. And movies in particular are often about good and evil. Good is winning and evil is bad. You know, they have the bad endings and there's love found and there's love lost and there's violence and the end of the world shows and there's overcoming evil where good wins. But in all these cases, why would you want to watch that particular show? What are you getting out of it? We just had the Oscars here in the US and we were excited to see a foreign film won for the first time, the best picture. It was called Parasite. And we decided, well, if Hollywood thinks this is a valuable movie, then we should check it out. And what did you think, Jay? Well, you know, I had I I was really had high hopes for it. I, I thought it was okay. I didn't really like the content. I thought that it was a great um, examination of the cultures of, of a civilization of, you know, Korea, uh, South Korea. And so I thought it was like really like interesting, but then it took a turn yes. and it just seemed to be almost like, I don't know, they sensationalized some violence just for the sake of it. It kind of reminds me of Quentin Tarantino's movie who was, you know, he also, we'll had also one. watched that one. Well, yeah. He, he was nominated. Once, a time, once upon a time in Hollywood. And probably was a likely runner to win it. And both of them had enjoyable parts in the beginning, kind of funny, you know, just really started seeming and like they both good... examined classes. Yes. You know, you had the stuntman, the yeah. lower class, and the actor on the high class. And in the other movie, they had the good family point. of the low class and the family in the high class. So it was definitely some class evaluations. Oh, that's a really good point. And it seemed like they could have been good movies. They might have even had some redeeming value, but both had this violent ass aspect and you know at the end both didn't have a lot of redeeming value no for it was me. like very sad almost it yeah. was like a it was like the look of the culture that was just not going to change no uplifting yeah so for me as like you just said for you for me i look for hope i look for inspiration i look for a different kind of ending or in courage movies. you like courage, courage movies yep. like if there's going to be violence you want it to be about courage yeah which you know the quentin tarantino well both of the movies really weren't about courage no the violence wasn't about courage and you know for me it was Jay, always about the opposite about yeah giving up. and the violence for me stayed in my head for a few days and really sort of robbed me of good thinking thoughts that i usually have in my head so these violence but guess what those movies made a lot of effing money yes okay they made a lot of people <laughs> very rich yeah and they just made a t- 
ton of money. Yeah. So business, I, show business. Yeah. And I just want to say I'm not really against violence in general in films. And, you know, I actually loved Kill Bill, believe it or not. It's my I don't love Quentin Tarantino all the time, but there are some movies I did feel had redeeming value. And I guess because of my Chinese medicine and Kung Fu background, I saw some redeeming value in in that particular two series of films. But, you know, in general, I don't love violence and, and I need to have a reason for it to be there. And both these movies didn't really, you know, give me that feeling of violence that wasn't just for violence's sake. Yeah, it, and that's even like a distraction on that too. Like, what was the movie about? But guess, here's the other thing, Lita. They were telling their stories. Yeah. You know, the two directors, the two, they, I think they both wrote them. They were telling their stories. Okay, they weren't telling our stories. They, right. were, they were telling their own stories that we got to watch. Right. So whether we get it or not, that's not the point. Right. Um, and then... I just yeah. I just left kind of scratching my head and wondering what's the point now if there are listeners out there who thought they were valuable you tell us tell let's us. talk about it go yeah, to the Facebook group let's talk about it you know if it touched you in a particular way I had one person who talked to me about it who said that you know that person uh kind of grew up in that time and so it was valuable because it was historical the quentin tarantino one okay you know that that how could it be historical when he changed all the facts of the history <laughs> i know okay <laughs> don't spoil it spoiler alert yeah, spoiler alert <laughs> okay but we did we're distracted again yes. okay and alita unfortunately we do not have any uh really big oscar movies that celebrate comedy no. Okay, so why? that we're out of luck because it's just not serious acting. Oh they my like gosh. to look at it as serious acting. I guess violence and sex is what that sells. That was my snooty voice, by the way. <laughs> so I, I, we don't understand the Oscar. I mean, I don't. Jay is a much better uh, sort of. She's been watching it historically forever. So I just think more comedies should win. And laughter is... Oh, well, at least they should be nominated sometimes, yeah, okay? Yeah, I'm not saying Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, should be up there. <laughs> hey, one of my favorite all-time movies. I know, movies. it is a great movie. And it, <laughs> and it brought people a lot of joy in laughing. Not a lot of laughter in the Oscars. Yeah, so laughter is imperative. It's, it's an aspect of your health palace. I often give homework when I'm coaching people to go watch comedies. Yes. Okay, and I... I do too. I help them pick uh, uh, com- comedians that are in their elements that they can laugh at that no one else can understand but that element. When I do the long treatments with people for their hearts, afterwards I ask them to alternatively go watch comedy and tragedy of some type to just move their move the emotions. emotions. Absolutely. Yeah. So there is some value in the funny movies, as we'll call them. And you know what? Maybe the goal is just to laugh your butt off or, you know... Sometimes yeah. you laugh so hard, tears come out. I and, don't know. There's a little crying. And if they're not making you laugh, then the question is, where are you finding laughter in your life? Laughter is a wonderful distraction and a valuable one if laughter is helping you be healthy. So if you're not laughing a lot in your life, it's time to ask yourself, what tickles your funny bone? How can you get more of that? Do people even say that anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Where is the funny bone? <laughs> it's well, You're the anatomy expert. Where's the funny bone? Isn't huh. it your elbow? Because when you yeah, hit your when elbow, you hit your elbow you it's say not you funny. funny bone. That's your not funny bone. Because that is not funny. funny. Bone. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So laughter releases all kind of negativity and lightens your load of stress and resistance. Yes. And are you laughing with your friends? Are you laughing with your family? You know, we always start with personal connections before we go to media to find things. So, you know, media has a lot of good laughs. 
Yes. You know, social media, yes. I, I laugh all the time. Laughter, in my opinion, is never a waste of time. That's my opinion. Unless you do it for six hours watching cats chase a yeah, yarn ball. That's true. Okay, you can just go down there. But I do know that there's laughter groups that are part of healing communities. Yes. You know, some people just get together and they call it laugh clubs. Have yes. you ever heard of that? Yes, we okay. have one here. I was going to say Google yeah. it. We have one in our town. It's very popular. So, you know, what What's is it? What's it called? The laughter something. I don't. I don't know. The laughter group or something like. Oh, put it in the show notes. Laugh your donkey off. <laughs> um, wow. I think join a laugh. If you do, if you are not laughing, join a laughter group. If you cannot yes. find something that helps you laugh, because it's very powerful. And if you laugh your bleep off, then that's a successful form of entertainment. So, Lita, what about some of the people who are like, I just don't have time to laugh. I don't see anything funny. I come home from work exhausted. You know, I barely, you know, eat food. I grab a bite. Sometimes it's takeout. Sometimes I eat leftovers. I want to relax. We want to kick back, finally get the kids to go to bed. And all they do is grab the remote, maybe go to Netflix, maybe the Amazon thing. I don't know what they call it now, Amazon Prime. And they just click something and they're bored and they just don't want to think about anything else. What do you say to those people? So Lita, what do you say to the people who say, I don't have time to laugh and there's nothing funny going on in my life. I come home from work exhausted. I grab a bite to eat either takeout or leftovers. You get home, maybe your partner's there, maybe you're alone. You want to just kick back, get on the couch, watch TV, you know, do something, play a video game. Maybe just grab the remote, put on Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever the heck they call it. And you're just tired and you don't want to think anymore and you're bored. I don't know. I'm just giving the worst case example here. And you're looking for a distraction, looking for a disconnect from your life, not a way to think about the things that you want to happen. You just want to get away. So are they happy? Are they using it for a coping mechanism? I don't know. You tell me, Lita. And then, you know, they watch the movie and they think, you know, did I just waste my precious time? Or, or least, do they just pass out and wake probably, up the next day and start probably over? Probably that, yeah. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. Yeah. So you could be happy that you got to disconnect. You know, you could be happy that maybe you watched it with a friend or a partner or a family member. You know, that could be a good way for you to disconnect from well, life. Many and- people go the next day and they talk about the TV shows or a movie or at, at a social event. Like, hey, did you watch The Bachelor last night? And then yes. they talk about it. That's a social interaction. Yeah. Okay. Or did you watch the Oscars and that dress and that this and that guy and this person, that statement? I mean, so that's a social connection, even though you watch the media. Does that count? Yeah, but are they deep connections? Is this is this the conversations you want to be having? You know, does it matter? You know me, my value is wisdom. Maybe your right. value is just connection in general. And so you want to keep up with all the TV and the movies so you can have those so conversations. So is there redeeming value in having a conversation with your coworker about the wardrobe malfunction and someone's booby popped out, something, <laughs> something? And you laugh about it. Is that a real connection? Is that any value? Or is that just passing time? I don't know. That's a deeper question. I think it depends on their two-word vetting system. If yeah. it's just about connection with people, and it's not about a deeper connection, then, you know, that might be really valuable to you to keep up with. Yeah, I agree. We're not trashing Hollywood and all the social media out there. We just want you to stop for a minute and say, is what I'm doing, are these habits that have just seeped into my life, are they good? Are they bad for you personally? 
Yeah. Do they have redeeming value? Yeah. Are you really laughing? You know, I see people staring at their, their phones for like an hour and they're like, oh, I'm watching funny videos. But guess what? They're not laughing. Yeah. That's they're not laughing. That's a good point. Okay. They're like, and they're, I'm like, oh, I said, send it to me. I want to see it. I laughed when I saw it. They're not laughing. Yeah, so maybe they become immune to things after a certain amount of time. I just want to point out, Jay, that, you know, I have a friend in the entertainment business in L.A., and I imagine that she has to watch all this stuff. It's part of her value system to keep up with, Maybe you know, at least for work, you yeah. know. So anyway, so again, we're not judging. We're just saying there are different reasons why people do stuff. So let's let's begin to wrap this up, Jay. Well, what, not enough distractions for you? <laughs> So what do you think we should, you know, suggest? Well, there is no way to end this conversation. But what I thought we could do is give some of my favorite tips to clear up some of the stuff that you have going on to help you recognize when and why and where you're being distracted, you know, and and how are you spending that time? How are you spending your lunchtime? How are you spending your dinner time? After dinner, early mornings, in those little times where you can sneak those two hours in. Yeah, so we actually recommend write a list of what you're doing that you would label as distracting. Yeah, so if you want to meditate, exercise, get out in nature more, hike, learn a language, you know, read a book. Oh my God, what a concept, what right? What a concept. Uh, then you have to figure out where you're going to carve that niche out. And I have found, Lita, that most people don't like to change or change those bad habits because they think they have to give up something mm. that they're going to lose out and they don't want to do that. Yes, that's a really good point. You know, and you think about that, you know, they, they, those things are not serving them though. It's not that they're even happy doing those. That's why you need the value system. Right. The so that's why system. you do the value system. You get your two words that best describes how you really feel and you put that into action. Yes. So look at these lists and be kind to yourself. You know, we don't want you self-bashing. That's yeah, if not you're the, the one who's watching this. the cat videos for an hour and not laughing. <laughs> yes. That's okay. You know, you are where you are right now. Yes. And we're not judgmental about it. We've watched the cat videos. We've seen the owl in the teacup and you know all of it. But who? You, huh? Who? Who? Right. who did that? But this is about self-awareness. It's the first step in self-cultivation. Well, it was a baby owl in the teacup, yes. just so you know. Just so you know. You know, to clear... Kathleen Madigan, why did they put the baby owl in the teacup? Yes, Kathleen Madigan, go watch to, her. I had to know why. <laughs> Talk about someone who'll make you laugh. Kathleen Madigan made she me She made laugh. me go Google the baby teacup owl thing. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we're distracted again. So to clear a path for you Let's to, put that in the show notes. Yes. Kathleen Madigan. <laughs> Baby owl in a teacup. Baby owl in a teacup. Distractions. <laughs> okay, go back, Lita. Go. In advance of your next distractions, how do you clear a path? So next Friday night, you know, you come home from work, you're tired. You know, you have to do this ahead of Friday night. Yes. Think about it beforehand. So, you know, what's your usual MO? Order crappy takeout food. Be a couch potato like the whole weekend. Um, and, and those actions now you know, are they lining up with these two words, this vetting system? You can think about how to change them before they happen. Right. How do you, do you clear? Because if you wake up on Monday and go, oh my God, I didn't do, I didn't go outside. I didn't exercise. I ate really bad. I'm, I don't feel good. I didn't even drink enough water. Let's go back and look and see where it went down. And then before yeah, you the can next start to clear time. that path. Yeah. So again, 
it sounds like we're being judgmental about those things, but it's really just an accurate assessment of what you're doing and evaluating whether it really truly is right for you. So maybe think about what else you could do. Who do you want to spend time with? How do you want to spend that time? You know, prepare something to eat maybe the night before so you don't come home exhausted and eat pizza if that's not your thing that you want to be eating. So ask someone to go to a class or a gym with you or, you know, get to get your clothes ready the night before. Yes. So clear the path beforehand. Plan for when your next, you know, Friday night thing, I'm just using Friday night as an example, because most people's weeks end on Friday. Right. And so it's it's about deflecting the distractions, right? Maybe find new actions, more in alignment with what you really want in your life. Don't be a victim of this. We talked about this before, Lita, the social media FOMO. Okay. Fear of missing fear out. Fear of missing out. Okay. Uh, it's, you know, the fear of missing out, I think it's like a distraction to troll Instagram or Facebook for hours watching what, guess what, Lita? They're watching what other people are doing. Yeah. Get out and do something. Yeah. You're being distracted watching someone else climb a mountain. Why not go climb a mountain yourself? Yeah. Even <laughs> if that little mountain is the hill down the neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. Anything. You got to start somewhere. And I promise you, you'll have more fun doing versus watching. Yes. So that brings up, how do you define your good distraction? Well, I made a little bit of a list just to wrap up this podcast. Do you want to hear my list? Yes. Okay. And you can jump in anytime. Okay. Okay. So you could... These are wa- your good distractions. Or yes. These are just- and, and I kind of made this list so I could inject it for other people to get some ideas. Okay. Okay. So watching funny or feel-good movies. Okay. Uplifting TV shows. Yes. Go out in nature for a hike or a walk. Great. Exercise. And that when I say exercise, I mean like try to get a sweat. Yeah. Going on. Okay. Okay. So sweating. Um, or stretching. Sure. Stretching. Whatever. Might yeah. not be sweating. Absolutely. But- Read a book, travel, dance, sing, plan to travel. Okay. You. When I say plan to travel, ask other people about their travel experiences. Good. Have some interactions. Yep. Play. Yes. Play with a dog, play with a kid, play with your friends. I don't know. Just get out and play. Meditate. Listen to your favorite podcast. Hint, hint. We hope it's this one. We hope it starts with inspired action. Um, but <laughs> that's just a shameless plug. There. Yes. Okay. Conversations with your partner, conversations with your children, conversations with your neighbors, wow. conversations with someone walking down the street with their dog. Wow. Okay. You never know yeah, who they're like, going to be. Can you just say, hey, cute dog. What, what kind of dog is that? Right. I mean, anyone could say that. It's a skill. Remember, conversations are our practice skill. And if you're a little rusty, it's okay. Yeah, a lot of us might be really rusty. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, if you're in a coffee shop and it's dead silent and you want to say, hey, that's a really cool backpack, go ahead and say it. Yeah. Okay. That's a, don't take sneak a picture, Google the picture, find out where it's from, where you buy it, and what <laughs> color it comes. Ask the person. Yes. And have some freaking fun. Yes. Have some fun. That's a great way to end it. Yes. I would say have some effing fun, but okay. freaking good. Same F. <laughs> Right? All right. So that's it for our crazy show on distractions. I hope it wasn't too distracting. Yes. But check us out in Facebook if you want to talk about movies or different things. And we will help you change these habits into really positive, inspiring habits. There you go. All right. Bye. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast. And you've reached the end. Woohoo. Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there. We love having you with us on this journey and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. 
You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at Lita at inspiredactionpodcast.com or Jay at inspiredactionpodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening and remember to hug the dog.